Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family, as well as share information on social media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. 203 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Motorcade of President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky was involved in a car accident yesterday in Kyiv, reports Suspilne. According to the president's spokesperson Sergei Nikiforov, a car collided with the car of the president and escort vehicles. Medics accompanying Zelensky provided the driver of the car with emergency aid and transferred him to an ambulance. The president was examined by a doctor, no serious injuries were found. The Russian forces fired eight cruise missiles against the city of Krivirih, which is a large industrial center of Dnipropetrovsk region in central Ukraine, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The attack was aimed against the city's hydraulic structures, causing a danger of flooding the residential areas. The president of Ukraine, who was born and raised in Krivirih, called this attack another wild act by Russia. He called Russian weaklings who are waging a war against civilians. Quote, scoundrels who haven't fled the battle are trying to do harm from somewhere far away. You will remain terrorists whom their own grandchildren will be ashamed of, unquote. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky visited the liberated city of Izum in the Kharkiv region yesterday, where he took part in raising the flag of Ukraine, reports Interfax Ukraine. The president expressed confidence that all occupied territories will return to Ukraine, including Crimea. In his evening video address, Zelensky said that as of today, almost the entire Kharkiv region is deoccupied. He stressed that it was an unprecedented military operation. In total, almost 400 settlements were deoccupied, 150,000 Ukrainians liberated. According to the president, after five months of occupation, Russian forces left behind devastated villages, and in some of them there is not a single undamaged house. Ukrainian law enforcement agencies already receive reports of murders, tortures and abductions by the occupiers. Zelensky said that journalists, both Ukrainian and foreign, gained access to the liberated areas because the world must see this destruction, must feel the pain that Russia has brought to Ukrainians. Secretary of the National Security and Defense Council of Ukraine Oleksiy Danilo said that the ratio of losses of the armed forces of Ukraine and the Russian invaders during the counteroffensive in the Kharkiv region is 1 to 9 or 1 to 10, reports Radio Liberty. According to him, it means that for every killed Ukrainian soldier, 9 or 10 Russian military are killed. Danilo emphasized that this is very interesting data and that the armed forces break known military stereotypes because, according to the laws of war, usually greater losses occur during an offensive. The general staff of Ukraine informs that the enemy is trying to regroup the troops, reports Union. In order to hold the temporary captured territories, the enemy is trying to strengthen the first line of defense in the Donetsk and Daporizhia regions. The Russian command is moving their reserves from the units of the 3rd Army Corps, as well as the remnants of units that were withdrawn from the Kharkiv direction. At the same time, due to logistical issues, Russian forces on the front line feel the lack of certain types of ammunition for rocket launchers and artillery. Ukrainian air defense units downed four aircraft, three Su-25 and one Su-24M. About 5,000 military personnel underwent basic combined arms training in the UK, reports Militarny. 
According to the general staff of Ukraine, they received basic knowledge, skills and abilities of tactical medicine, engineering, fire, psychological and tactical training, including conducting offensive and defensive actions in urbanized areas. Instructors from Canada, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Ukraine and the United Kingdom teach in this course. President of the European Commission Ursula von der Leyen visited Kyiv yesterday, reports Interfax Ukraine. She announced plans to introduce Ukraine into the European Free Roaming Zone. The EU also decided to allocate 100 million euros to support the reconstruction of damaged Ukrainian schools. Plane, which belongs to the Vizair Airline, which has been in Lviv since the beginning of the Russian invasion, conducted a flight from the Lviv airport to Polish Katowice yesterday, reports Ekonomiczna Pravda. According to the Flightradar24 aircraft tracking service, the plane took off at about 11 a.m. and turned on its transponder only after crossing the border with Poland. Wizair still had three Hungarian-registered aircraft block on the ground in Kyiv. Previously, Minister of Infrastructure Alexander Kubrakov said that it will take several weeks to restore the operation of airports in Ukraine, and the main issue remains security. The first airport that the ministry is considering for resumption of operations is Lviv Airport. Bloomberg informs that the Russian finance ministry prepared an assessment of Russian losses from the sanctions imposed against it, reports Espresso TV. Russia estimated that as a result of the sanctions it lost 40% of market capitalization, $300 billion of reserves of the central bank, 4.6 trillion rubles in the form of frozen euro bonds, and at least 10% of the capital of the banking system. We would really appreciate if you could support us on our Patreon. Even $5 a month will help us to continue our work and present to you the latest news from Ukraine. As a token of our gratitude for your support, you will get access to a series of exclusive episodes on wartime life in Ukraine. From this series you will learn how ordinary Ukrainians live in times of invasion, what they eat, how they travel, celebrate, what music they listen to, and much more. To subscribe to our Patreon, follow the link in the description to this episode. Thank you. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.